This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. We're looking at this morning in the Miracle Service, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be talking something very special this morning. I know you're going to get, God's going to touch you. The hand of God is going to rest upon you in the name of Jesus. So this morning, we are starting from Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 32. Romans chapter 8 and verse 32. He said, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Somebody say all things. I didn't hear you. Say all things. Say all things. Shout it all things. How shall he not with him freely give you offerings if he can give jesus away he can give you anything can you show the man so don't allow the enemy to negotiate you out of what is already yours healing is yours health is yours wholeness is yours wellness is yours success is yours hallelujah you see, I want you to know that success belongs to you as a child of God. Soundness is yours. Fullness is yours. Greatness is yours. Goodness is yours. Fruitfulness is yours. He has given you all things. If he did not spare Jesus, that's nothing that God does not want to give you. Can you shout amen? So, I want you to receive that from the bottom of your heart. As a child of God, you are designed to have the desires of your heart. Can you shout amen? He did not spare Jesus. He can give you everything. Someone say, I'm taking it today. Shout it, I'm taking it today. If you're watching me, shout it, I'm taking it today. Glory to God. Revelation chapter 5 and verse 12. Revelation 5 and verse 12. Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Jesus died on the cross to release these things into your life. He died to give you strength and wisdom and power and riches and honor and blessing. That is the reason he died. You see, these things you're seeing on your screen are the benefits we're supposed to reap from his death and his resurrection. Can you shout amen? So, we have to enforce the delivery of what has been given to us by faith. So, sickness and illness and lack does not glorify God. Only our victory and our testimonies are what glorify God. God does not take pleasure in our pain. 
He does not take pleasure in our problems. Even the Bible says he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. He takes pleasure when things are going well with us. He is not glorified in our situations. That is why I'm going to show you, I'm going to get angry this morning because whatever that has been released to you, whatever that has been given to you, you must take it by faith this morning. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 18. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 18. You see the Bible says, Surely there is a future and a reward. Somebody said, that's a future for me. Surely that's a future for me. That's a reward for me. And your hope and expectation will not be cut off. I don't know what you're believing God for. God said, your expectations, your hope will not be cut off. That is it's so important when you come to God's presence. Don't come to don't come to God to be entertained. Don't come to God just because you just want to escape hell. You come to God with an expectation. Because it's our expectations that facilitate the end of our struggles. Our expectations. So approach God with an expectation of translation. Approach God with an expectation of transformation. Approach God with an expectation of transfiguration. Don't come to God to be entertained without no expectation. Because expectation is the mother of manifestation. So I want you to be expectant. Don't just come. Let me just come to church. God wants to give something to you, but you have to, you have to be expecting it. It got to be expecting it. Because God will release into your life what you are expecting. That is why it's good to have the right expectation. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? So expect a change. Expect healing to happen. Expect your miracle to be born. Expect to hear good news. Expect the report to change. You got to be expecting. Expect your enemies to be out of your way. You must be expecting something. I want to give you a few seconds while you're sitting. I want you to rearrange your thoughts. And you rearrange your mind and your spirit. And sit tight with a heart of expectation. Can you shout amen? I said sit tight with a heart of expectation. And I want to decree for someone here. I expect every trace of sickness, every trace of illness, every trace of lack, disappointment, every trace of high blood pressure, every trace of high blood sugar, every trace of cancer, disease, injustice, every trace of tragedy, calamity, evil in your life, every trace of evil, I command them they leave you right now. I said they leave you right now. In the name of Jesus, I don't care the area you have been marginalized. I decree every enemy standing on your way today, I clear them out of your pathway. In the name of Jesus, every arrow of injustice, every arrow of evil floated against your destiny, I command a divine remover. I cause those who are standing against your progress. 
in the name of Jesus I remove that force that is bringing sickness and disease and affliction in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus my God will arrest your foes and clear them out of your way I say my God will arrest your foes and clear them out of your way in the name of Jesus glory to God so have a heart of expectation because your miracle will be born today in the name of Jesus hallelujah first Peter chapter 2 first Peter chapter 2 and verse 5 you see if you are here and you are not strong or you are listening to me you are, you are listening to me now and you are feeling sick in your body I want to tell you God says in first Peter 2 verse 5 and now somebody say and now you are you are living stones a stone is not sick God is trying to you know bring you to compare you to a stone he said you are designed to live healthy you are designed to be strong I don't know whom I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to this morning every trace of weakness in your life is thereby terminated rooted out every seed that does not look like God in your body I command a Holy Ghost DNC in your spirit I decree a Holy Ghost DNC inside of you everything that does not look like health that does not look like strength I command that thing is uprooted from your life in the name of Jesus receive wholeness soundness wellness in the name of Jesus the root of infirmity is terminated from your life in the name of Jesus everything that is hindering you not only in your health that made that made you to be lily livered that made you to lose your confidence lose your strength lose your faith i cause that in the name of jesus everything making you to doubt if god really said it that thing is removing your life receive wholeness health confidence strength in every area of your life in the name of jesus glory to god hallelujah i'm going to show you some few steps this morning now there are steps there are steps i hope media you're following me there steps to taking your healing steps steps to taking your healing and miracle hallelujah number one i want to show you this morning you must have a high level i'm going to give you two this is very important you're going to have a high level of spiritual aggression high level of spiritual aggression and i'm going to show you what i mean hallelujah i'm going to read some story about jesus for you now i'm going to read matthew chapter 4 matthew chapter 4 verse 3 to 4 this is about the temptation of jesus i'm going to show you something here he said very 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 good attention hallelujah he said during the time that the devil came and said to him during that time excuse me the devil came and said to him if you are the son of god tell these stones to become loaves of bread but jesus told him no he said no jesus said no no the scripture said people do not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of god just follow me very closely watch watch this the enemy came to tempt him came with trouble came with challenges 
That's the kind of things we face in our life today. Very kinds of temptation and trial and situation in our lives. They are just coming from left, right, center. We're just confused. Jesus told the devil no, but the devil did not stop. He didn't stop. He said no. He quoted the Bible to him. Yet, the devil took him. Now, the next one, Matthew chapter verse 5. Matthew chapter, five, chapter 4 verse 5. Verse 5 to verse 7. Then the devil, even he told him no, the devil did not listen to him. The devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said, if you are the son of God, jump off, for the scripture says, even the devil knows the Bible. Your enemy knows the Bible. He knows the Bible. The enemy knows the Bible more than most believers. I want to tell you that. He said, the scripture says, he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up, hold you up with hands so that you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scripture says, you must not test your Lord, the Lord your God. Then the enemy, did not, the, the enemy still did not stop. Glory to God. Are you following me? Those who are online, are you following me? This is very important. Just follow this. Now, verse 8. Matthew chapter 4, verse 8. I'm going to read 8 to 11. He said, Next, the devil took him. He has quoted the Bible twice. You see, quoting the Bible, cramming the scripture. You see, the enemy is not afraid of how many scriptures you can quote. He knows the scriptures. He knows. Now, next the devil took him to the peak of the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their, and their glory. I will give it all to you. He said, if you will kneel down and worship me, if you will kneel down and worship me. Now, get out of here, Satan. Jesus told him, for the scripture says, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away. Now, you see, he was quoting the Bible. Even the Son of God was tossed around by the enemy. He was, see, if Jesus did not come to the point and say, look, why are you taking, he would have been taking Jesus from one place to the other. He wouldn't have stopped. Jesus said, come. Get, you bastard, now get out. He came to realize, I'm the Son of God. You, can't, you don't have right to toss me around. He had a revelation of who he was. And immediately that revelation came, he said, now get out. You bastard, get out of here. It is written. Now, that last word he's saying is out of understanding, out of revelation of who he, who, 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 who he is. You see, a revelation of God's word is what releases spiritual aggression into your life. When that word is not revealed to you, I tell you, the evil come as many Bible verses as you can nothing will happen. You might be quoting the Bible without revelation. The enemy knows when you have an understanding of the world. Because revelation is what gives vet to spiritual aggression. When you can see it, the way you talk will be different. When you can understand it, the way you talk will be different. Glory to God. So the enemy is never afraid of our quote. Is afraid of our light. The light of the word of 
God that we know. That is what the devil is afraid of. As long as we have no light and revelation, no understanding of the scriptures, the enemy will keep tossing us, uh, tossing us around and around and around. But I decree for someone here, today marks the end of the tossing around of the enemy in your life. I said today marks the end of the tossing around of the enemy in your life. He can't toss you around again because you're going to have revelation of the word this morning. He can't toss you around because you know that what is you see when you know what God says about you and you have an understanding about it, about it the way you talk to every situation will be different. Jesus told him, now get out of here. I've had enough. If Jesus did not say that word, well, get out of here, the devil would took me again to another place. He would keep taking me around. He would keep taking him from one place to the other. Until he came to that point and said, you know what? I've had enough of this nonsense. So in your life, I want you to come to that point when you've had enough. Enough of this nonsense. Enough of this attack. And when you get tired of the situation. And that happens when the Holy Spirit of God begins to reveal to you who you are. Reveal to you what the Bible says. You see, you see, we, we can have see we can have information. Information. We can come to church and be informed and be entertained. The enemy is good. He loves it. As long as we don't have a revelation. He's good. It doesn't matter how many times you come to church. How many times you hear God's word until this freedom opens your eyes to see? It does not matter. The enemy love it. Come and pray and shout. As long as the understanding is not there, the aggression is not giving value in our lives. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? So God wants us to have a revelation of the word. Once that comes in your life, aggression is worth. And you take what belongs to you. Can you shout hallelujah? You see, Psalm chapter 119 verse 18. This David was speaking, he said, Psalm 119 verse 18, he said, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. The wonders, the miracles, the healing is in the word. Open my eyes that I may see it. Because until I see it, my miracle is not born. Until I see it, my healing is not born. Until I see it, my deliverance is not born. I cannot see it. You can't doubt what you see. You can never doubt it if you can see it. Can you show the man? So, see, the enemy does not care how much we can listen to the word of God as long as things are not revealed to us. We can listen, we can hear, and yet things are not revealed. We can hear the stories, yet we don't know the mysteries. We can look and yet we don't see. Because that is where the enemy is holding most believers. He doesn't want us to see. We can look. We can get information. But he doesn't want us to see. But I decree for someone at the sound of my voice. Every veil covering your mind of understanding of the world. I curse it in the name of Jesus. This morning, those curls are off your eyes. That veil is off your heart. When you look into that world, you receive and you take possession of what belongs to you. Can you shout aloud, amen? Can you shout hallelujah? So, you see, this is like, let me give you an instance. 
It's like somebody calls you and said, there's a lottery going on downtown. You got the, the, you're going to win. The prize is 200, 200 million, for instance. And he said, go and take. You never know. You might win. And what he just gave you is information. Just as a lottery. If you go, you might win. Just go and try. But someone might come to you and said, the winning ticket is 443. That is revelation. That is the mystery. Now you're not, you're going there, you're sure. No, you're not, you're not just going to try. You're going because you have the, the, the secret has been revealed to you. When you go, you, you use 443, you won. You're going to win. You win the, you win the ticket. Why? Because that is revelation. So the enemy does not care how much information you have about God. He wants to hinder the revelation of the word to us. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Second Corinthians 4.4 Second Corinthians 4 4. Glory to God. Are you blessed this morning? As are you blessed this morning? Hallelujah. He said, Whose mind the God of this age has blinded who do not believe, lest the light of the of the gospel of the of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. Now, whenever we read this Bible verse, we always think that this is talking about unbelievers. No. This is not talking about unbelievers only. Any part of scripture, some people don't believe in giving and receiving. Their eyes are closed. Some don't believe in prosperity. Their eyes are closed. Some don't believe in healing and miracle. Their eyes are closed. In any area of the word of God, you don't believe that which you have not seen it. It's not been revealed to you. Who's God of this world? This is not only only, only unbelievers. Even the Christians. Once the enemy succeed in blinding your eyes, your spiritual eyes, about what God has said, that's what he's talking about. So the light of the glorious gospel of Christ will not shine upon them. So they will not receive their inheritance. This is not about unbelievers. Believers too. Can you show them man? You see, the enemy is out. He said the God of this world. He didn't say, the enemy did not send his agent himself. This one is coming on himself. Because he knows the importance of revelation in the life of a believer. The, the God of this world, himself, he came, he's coming. This one is not sending any agent. He's coming by himself to make sure he block our eyes from access, from accessing divine revelation. Can you show them in? So the enemy knows how much we read. It, the enemy does not care how much we read or how much information we have. As long as the truth is not revealed to us, he's good. But I decree for someone at the sound of my voice this morning, the truth will be revealed to you. I said the truth, as I'm talking to you now, truth is being revealed to you in every areas of your life, in every areas of your challenges, in the name of Jesus. So the enemies are out to block our revelation of the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus. It looks so simple. But the enemy doesn't want us to see it. See, once you see the light in God's word, you are empowered to fight for your right. Until you see that light, your, your spirit man is not energized to fight for your right. It's that light, that revelation, that gives you the aggression to stand and fight to take your right. Can you shout amen? And God is releasing some unusual 
dimension of spiritual understanding and revelation for someone at the sound of my voice. Your healing has been faithful. Your deliverance has been faithful. Everything has been faithful. Receive that understanding right now. In the name of Jesus, you are designed to live in signs and miracles. Come on and shout hallelujah. Glory to God. So once you see it, your spirit is energized to receive it. So number one, for you to walk in miracle, you must have a spiritual aggression, which is released to you by the virtue of the revelation of the truth that you have. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. Number two, I'm going to go very quickly because of time. Believe is possible. Nobody is going to walk in miracles and healing when that person does not believe that God can do it. When you, when you think it's not possible, forget about it. You got to believe it's possible. You see, um, there's a story of Jesus and, the, Jesus and the mountain in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20. Matthew 17 and verse 20. For I surely I said to you, if you have faith as mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here and to there and it will move and nothing shall be impossible for you nothing shall be impossible so i don't know what the situation may be in your life but you must believe that it's possible when you believe when you think it's not possible then you're going to walk in miracles you're not going to see the healing of god amen so if you can believe anything god can do anything if you can believe anything god can do anything he said it is possible someone say it is possible shout it, it is possible my healing is possible my miracle is possible my deliverance is possible whatever you're believing for is possible someone shout it's possible hallelujah so you are not finished you are not defeated you have not failed you can't see the enemy keeps telling you all bunch of things he will tell you you are finished he will tell you you are defeated he will tell you you have failed. He will tell you you can afford it. He will tell you it is over. He will tell you you can make it. He will tell you all sorts of things. But the Bible says all things are possible to him that believes. So you are not under supply. You are not inadequate. You are not failing. You are not lacking. You got to believe God. How to believe is possible despite the challenges around your life. Can you show them in? So what God is saying here, you have to talk to your deficiency. Don't talk about it. Talk to it. Talk to it. Believe is possible and you address it. Can you show them in? Mark chapter 11 verse 23. Mark 11 23. For as surely I said to you, whoever said to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he said will be done. He will have what? Whatsoever he says. You're going to have everything. If you can say, if you can say, you have to believe it's possible. Once you believe it's possible, it's easy for you to declare it. We have, we have spoken because we believe. If you believe, you got to say it. So you got to believe in your heart that the miracle of God is possible in your life. Amen? Number two, you got to believe, okay, number two, 
the lane is possible. This is story of Ezekiel and the dry bone. We know all the story. Ezekiel and the dry bone. I want to show you something here. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 3 and 4. Ezekiel 37 verse 3 and 4. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answer, oh Lord God, you know. Again, he said to him, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord asked him, can these bones live? He said, I don't know. I don't know, God, you know. You see, in our lives, there are many things that look like uncertainty. Very many uncertainties in our lives. Because you have to speak to your uncertainties. This might look lifeless. It might look hopeless. It might look as if nothing is happening. It might look so rocky. It might look so unstable. It might look so unsteady. It might look so difficult. But God is saying, even in the midst of your uncertainties, you got to speak to your challenges. Can you shout amen? He said, God, you know. God said, no. You know. Prophesy. Prophesy. Speak life. Seek life. Gotta prophesy to every uncertainty in your life. Gonna prophesy to everything that looks lifeless and hopeless in your life. You're gonna prophesy to every difficult situation in your life. Can you show the man? So, because God is able to turn it around if you can believe it's possible. Can you show the man? Now he said, all drivers hear the word of the Lord. See, everything God created in this world has intelligence. They can hear. Everything. Everything he made has intelligence. How can God tell a man to speak to a bones that is dead? Glory to, glory to God. Ezekiel 37 verse 7. I'm going to read verse 7 and verse 10. So I prophesy as I was commanded and as I prophesy there was a noise and suddenly there's a noise in your life now noise there's a divine noise that will break everything that will lead you into your life i decree that into your life right now as you're watching me as you're listening to me there's a divine noise that will gather everything that will lead you is gathering it at the sound of my voice in the name of jesus glory to god i prophesy there was a noise suddenly, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and bread came into them, and they lived. And suddenly, and, and stood up their feet on their feet, exceeding greater than me. So God is telling you, if dry bones can live, any dryness in your life can be turned to a watered garden. Anything that is dry. Whether it's your finances or your health, whatever it is that is dry in your life, I decree flourishing right now. Flourishing right now. Everything that looks dry, you're going to receive the flourishing of God in your life in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Anything dry can change. And whatever you're stuck, things can change. And I decree that change in your life in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Okay. Number three. Belief is possible. Number one, Moses and the rocks. I'm wrapping, I'm wrapping up. Now, belief is possible. I'm talking about, see, Numbers chapter 20 and verse 8. God was speaking to Moses. He said, in Numbers 20 verse 8, he told him, speak to the rock before their eyes and it will yield its water. 
Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give and give drink to the congregation and the animals. Now, he didn't say he should hit the rock. He said, speak. How can you speak to a rock and they bring water? I don't know what is rock in your life. If you can speak, if you can believe it's possible and start to speak the word of the Lord to that thing, your miracle will be born. Speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. The rock stands for every difficulty in your life. The rock stands for every hardship in your life. It stands for every obstacle in your life. It stands for things that refuse to change over time. It stands for things that refuse to give up over time. It says, speak to the rock. And he did. And what I gushed out. Glory to God. Jeremiah chapter 22 and verse 29. Oh, it, oh, and hear what? The word of the Lord. How can God be talking that? Oh, Jeremiah said, oh, Ed, hear the word of the Lord. So, what I want to show you is that these things are possible. If these things that are not living can hear, who is telling you that your body can hear when you say something? Who is telling you that your, your, your financial situation cannot change? Who is telling you you can't get a job? Who is telling you you can't be healed? Who is telling you you can have the miracle? He said, oh, Ed, if Ed can hear the word of the Lord, that document you have can hear the word of the Lord. If the earth can hear the word of the Lord, that situation can hear the word of the Lord. That's nothing is impossible. If you must walk in miracle, you must believe that nothing is impossible. Can you shout amen? Okay. Isaiah 1 verse 19. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you, what? you shall eat the good of the land. What he's saying is that if you can believe it's possible, if you can cooperate with me, despite what they are telling you, despite the economic challenges, despite the situation, if you can believe my word, you will eat the good of the land. I decree over someone here, you will eat the good of this land. You will eat the good of this land. I said you will eat the good of this land. Your struggles have come to an end. Your rising has just begun. You will eat the good of the land. Nothing can stop you from flourishing. Believe is possible. Despite the conditions and the situation, you see that is contrary to what God has said. Believe is possible. Can you show the man? Okay, number the last one before pray this morning. Believe is possible. You and your situation. I gotta believe your situation can change. It is Psalm chapter eighteen. And verse 44 to 45 he said as soon as they hear of me they shall obey me the strangers shall submit themselves unto me the strangers shall fade away and be afraid out of their close places the stranger stands for anything that is stopping your life from going forward strangers stand for anything that is hindering your access into everything god has promised you the stranger stuff for, uh, for anything that says you will not have it the way you want it. These are all strangers. Whether in your career, in your health, in your finances, in your family, in your relationship, in the works of your hand, in your business. Any stranger that said you can't go forward. I decree for someone at the sound of my voice. Those strangers, they are submitting to you right now. And they fed away. They fed away. I clear them out of your way. In the name of Jesus. They will submit. If you can say. 
they will submit if you can decree they will submit if you can declare they will submit to you they will leave everywhere they are hiding i don't care where they're hiding in your life in your business i don't know the voices that are speaking against your life those strangers they are submitting at the sound of my voice in the name of jesus they give way for you to go forward for you to progress in the name of jesus okay mark 6 verse 1 i want to show you the scripture i'm going to pray i'm going to take your miracle by yourself this morning glory to god i'm already up hear now what the lord says arise it's not the devil the lord hear what the lord says arise and what plead your case before the mountains and let the hills hear your voice let the situation hear your voice they have vo they have ears they can hear when you speak they can respond you see everything god has created has intelligence they have the power of reception they can receive they can hear say let them hear your voice glory to god can you shout aloud amen the last scripture for prayer this morning deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 23 said then he brought us out from there that he may bring us in you see the the reason for redemption is for exemption he redeemed you to exempt you from every kind of sickness and evil and diseases. As you partake of this communion, miracle will happen in your body, in your life. The reason for redemption is for exemption. Why he saved you is to bless you. He delivered you so you can have access. He said he brought us out, out of luck, out of shame, out of disgrace, out of failure. He brought us out that he may take us in. He didn't bring you out to leave you stranded. The reason he brought you out is to bless you. He said that he may give us the land. The land is anything you're looking for. What is the land for you? It might be a house. It might be healing. It might be a job. It might be promotion. Whatever it is. He brought you out that he may take you in. Now I decree for someone on the sound of my voice. You are going in this morning. You are going into your inheritance. You are receiving your miracle. You are receiving your testimony. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. We're going to be taking the communion this morning. Before we do that, I want, if you have not given your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. If Jesus is not the Lord of your life, before we go to our next phase this morning, I want to pray for you. I want to pray this prayer with me. You're going to see the prayer on your screen. Oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart, that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. I renounce the past. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive the new birth. Cleanse and wash in the word and in the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. If you have prayed that prayer, there's, a, there's an information on your screen. Make sure you follow that information. Follow that information and get back to us so we can train you up to maturity in the faith in the name of jesus i want you to stand on our feet whatever you're watching me from in your home stand on your feet whatever you're watching we're going to communal section communal section you're going to see that on your screen we're going to communal section so i wanted to get uh, if you are watching from online i wanted to get uh, any any uh, maybe beverage or not alcoholic drink wherever you're watching from now 
We're going to go to, after you take this communion, we're going to take your miracle by faith. I don't know what you believe in God for this morning. As you're taking this communion, you're going to, you're going to target something, not just take the communion. This is not a secret court. This is a place where you take what belongs to you. You must target something that you must leave this room with, that you must leave this service with, whatever you're watching from this morning. Amen? You see, the Bible says in John chapter 17 of verse 2, that should be on your screen. As you have given him authority, John 17 verse 2, as you have given, given him authority over all flesh, he didn't say some flesh, including your own flesh. He had the word of God, Jesus has authority over all flesh. And you are about to partake of the blood and the flesh of Jesus. He has authority over cancer. He has authority over disease and sickness. Over illness. Over any, any kind of blockage in your body. He has authority over every defect. Over anything that is dysfunctional in your life. Over every challenge you are facing. As you take this flesh and this blood. As it gets into your life. There will be a new vote of the life of Christ in you. Everything that's hindering your life from going forward. Not only in the area of your health. But in every other area of your life. As you take this communion. That thing will be dissolved and disgraced out of your life. In the name of Jesus. This communion is a communion of freedom. It's a communion of release of every promise of God in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? So he has authority. So you're not just taking wine and juice and bread. You are taking the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Understand what it means. When it gets into your life, all your enemies, physical, spiritual, they will get out of your life. And miracle will be born for everyone at the sound of my voice this morning. In the name of Jesus. The next scripture. So he, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. I don't know who having designed to die. They have designed to kill you, to kill your, your career, to kill your business, to kill your family. Any, any, say, he who feeds on me will live as you feed on the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Everything that is looking dead in your life, in your business, in your career, in the works of your hand, in your body, anything that looks dead comes back to life. It comes back to life. Miracle is born. Healing is born in your life. In the name of Jesus. As you feed on this communion this morning, your change is evident. Your deliverance is sure. Your miracle is born. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will stop you anymore. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you're watching on the screen, I know you have your communion element ready. I'm going to go to the communion blessing right now. Communion blessing right now. If you're watching on this, you're going to see that prayer. So I want us to we'll step out. If you're in the room, just come in and uh, take the element as we pray this morning. I'll, I'll just come take it. We're going to pray. We're going to decrease. Get the communion on your hand. Hallelujah. We are wrapping up very quickly this morning. Get the element. If you're in the church, just come and get the element. One person at a time. We have to give the, uh, this, the distance they talked about. One person, at, one person at a time. One person at a time. So take the element. Glory to God. Hold it in your hands. We're going to pray this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get it coming on. We're going to pray. If you are watching, get your juice or 
in your hand and i'm going to sing as, as, as you're praying as you decree this. i'm going to start decreeing things in your life i'm going to give a few minutes to pray and miracle happen in your life in the name of jesus Amen. hallelujah glory to god Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your name is wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Your name is powerful. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hold on. Let's, let's just pray first for these songs right now. So you have that prayer on your screen. I'm going to pray with that element in your hand. I'm going to decree that you take that thing in your body and you're going to decree whatever you, wherever you want freedom in your life, in your finances, in your business. I'm going to begin to decree it. He says, if you can open your mouth and say it, I will do it. The strangers will flee from you this morning and your miracle will be born. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. By faith. I can't hear you. By faith, I decree that these elements becomes the blood and the flesh of Jesus. And as I partake of this communion, I receive deliverance, healings, and miracles in my body, in my finances, in my career, in my family, in my relationship, in my business, in my studies, and it works in my hand. God has endorsed it. And heaven has confirmed it. And I've taken it. In the name of Jesus. You cannot take. When you take this coming, begin to pray. And the song will be going. I'm going to give you two minutes to do that. As you take it, begin to decree. What change you want in your life? Begin to decree. Take it. We can take it together. In the name of Jesus, you can take it. Take the drink. Take the, take the, uh, take it. You can take it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Begin to decree. What change do you want in your life? I'm going to give you two minutes to take your miracle this morning. To take your healing this morning. We can go ahead, go ahead and sing. Oh, take your healing this morning. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Your name is wonderful. Take it, take it. Don't stop. Open oh, your mouth. Jesus. You are breaking out of that chain this morning. Your name is powerful. That force against your life oh, comes to an end. No more nightmare. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Your I come and heal it in your body. Heal it in your body. Level your name is the name of Jesus take your deliverance this morning take your job take your healing take your promotion your name Thank you, Jesus. Masheta. Ronda Zekroniha. Malavoko Vegelegro Sokata. Lambro Shakata. Molevoko Lagadoso. In the name of Jesus. Makaro Shetahaya. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Your name is powerful. Oh, 
signifies, but I see someone coming out of a cage. You are out of that cage. Whether it's financial cage, or a cage of illness, or cage of disease, or cage of affliction, or cage of affliction, I see someone coming out of that cage right now. You are out of that cage. Someone is out of that cage. I command your deliverance. You are out of that cage in the name of Jesus. That cage of hell Jesus, you are out of that cage, out of that cage in the name of Jesus. Take your liberty this morning. You are out of that cage. This is the word of your testimony. I see someone coming out of a cage. I'm seeing it right now. Someone is coming out of a cage. I can see you are coming out. Every cage of injustice, every cage of attack, every of oppression you are coming out in the name of Jesus I release you into your inheritance in the name of Jesus out of that cage in the name of Jesus receive your miracle this morning you will share a testimony in the name of Jesus are you blessed this morning if you know you have really received your miracle if you know something that's taking place by faith in your life, you're going to glorify God right by watching me from this morning. Just give God some praise. Thank Him. I receive it. I can feel it. I receive it. I believe it. I'm going to testify. I'm going to testify. You can't say you're going to testify. I'm going to testify. When you say you're going to testify, God will see to it that you testify. So I want to shout it. I'm going to testify. I will testify. I will testify to the glory of God. Shout it. When you say it, God will endorse it because you will testify. Glory to God. Father, we thank you this morning. Take all the praise and take all the glory. In Jesus' name. 